Yeah, yeah, let's start. Let's start. What the f- are <laughs> <one. laughs> you just noticed? Yeah. What? Oh, we, we've uh, zoom in, Chad. <laughs> just do that zoom in. All the- <laughs> <Eric>, just <laughs> take your time <laughs> and just give it a thumbs up, okay? Oh, 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 oh. You just Dude, fart? This is like a creepy little ventriloquist <laughs> doll. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, that's what I said. No, man, it's good for you, man. It's good for you, man. Sorry. 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 Go ahead. Why didn't the creature clap? Because my hand is right <laughs> to the camera. Oh. <laughs> can you can you make it clap though? If I, so if I wanted Chan, to, yeah. Chan has a 3D animation that's representing. Not even of himself. Chan. It's just like someone <laughs> has let the robot the Skynet. Avatar, he looks like a, a young Indian boy. He, is what he looks like. Exactly. He looks like a little <laughs> tiny Raj. Like what is this, <laughs> Rafi? <laughs> You look like I did man, in grade nine. I'm not joking. It's freaking me out. Yeah, she kind of did that swoosh in the hair. Yeah. Yeah. The eyes are too big. That's the eyes. It's too like. That's funny. It's a Skynet, man. No, you need to stop. You need to stop with this avatar, Jen, <laughs> because it's not cool. Can, can, can you change background? <laughs> is that the only background? You, man. It's good for you, man. How? How is it good for me? Can you clap? <laughs> Or would, would you like you, you want see because we're doing the podcast in the night, so I put it in the night. Like I could put it in the day if you want. You know, so. Oh, he's in the library. This guy's. That's worse, nigga. That's worse. <laughs> that shit looks creepier. Yo, turn the lights off. Okay. <laughs> can you change? Like, is that the only one that you have, or can you change like different characters? I can change for one. Let's see. What do you got? What are the characters you got? We've seen little little Abby. Who do you who do you, you want to you want to see the, the smartest being in the planet? Oh my god! I'm I'm, I'm gonna hate this. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, I hate it already. But it's basically anything that comes out of this avatar's mouth is like fact. Well, put the avatar up. What are you waiting for? This guy is blue. Oh my! God. Oh my god! What is going on? He's changed himself. He's changed himself to a, to a purple monkey. Everybody, so. With white I hair. I don't even. Yeah. Purple what? monkey with white oh. hair. Wait, is that supposed to be Beast from X Men? Yeah, it could be, like, man. It could be, man. They just so. didn't want to no. pay him, so they made a little knock off. All right, now that we've established a chance, let the robots take over. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, the robots can have me, man. Welcome back. Yeah. We were uh, we were discussing before uh, clapping in uh, the Plant Man, Tom Brady, and his Tom Brady. seventh seventh Super Bowl. And how he is—he is redefining what veganism can mean for athletic performance. I guess. I mean, yeah, ten, he's been in ten. I remember him. His first Super Bowl was before you and I were, before any of us even met. Man, it was like two thousand and two against the Rams. Yeah. That's before we were in high school. Like this, yeah, this so, is nuts. So you're just saying that we're old, Abby? That's what you're saying? I'm just, uh, dude. Yeah, we like we. What have we done in the past? What fifteen, sixteen years? I I I look at him and I'm just like pissed off. Like this guy's gone to ten Super Bowls. I can barely make it to like barely make it to the grocery store in a good week. So have uh, I? I know all is all is gluten free. Um, has anybody else ever contemplated something like veganism? Actually, I'm doing it. it. You're doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. All right. Um, I been on it for about a year now and uh yeah feel feel i don't feel much different i've heard great i've honestly heard great things and i have contemplated trying it it's just tricky in bermuda because you have so few options so for me it was a bit different because i was already vegetarian so it wasn't that big of a jump but you know i love i love cheese i love milk and like especially in the morning cereal and milk so i had to give that up but substitute with like oat milk and stuff like that and yeah, man, it's just, it, it honestly, I will be honest, it does cost a bit more, which I can see, see as a bit of a barrier into it, into that lifestyle, but um, I don't know, it just feel, it feels like if I actually have to like think about it, I guess I feel okay, like I feel good. I was worried coming into it that I was going to like, my bones are going to start just cracking off and stuff and all that, but no, everything's good. Everything's going well, you're in, and um, 
Yeah, I, we, we were talking about this Netflix documentary that I sort of had watched that sort of sparked this whole interest. Um, well, that and also my wife is vegan, so that also had a huge push <laughs> into my lifestyle. But uh, this, this doc, uh, Netflix documentary, Game Changers, um, is, is really about this guy um, really searching for a new nutritional method because he was injured and he wanted to come back, you know, quicker than what the doctors were telling him. And he'd read, you know, some pseudoscience out there wasn't really well established at the time about veganism and, and what it could do for you. And he, he did it. And he said that he came back like so fast from his injuries. I think it was something crazy, like an Achilles tear or something. And his body was just like really, um, I don't know, regenerating, like, like healing faster. And then they go through all these different stories. And one of the guys on there is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is really cool to, to hear him. If you guys ever get a chance, check out this documentary, Game Changers on Netflix. It's really highly rated on there. And it's just, it, it kind of puts it in perspective, right? Like it also changes the mindset. Like as it's not saying that you need to stop eating meat, meats, but just everything in moderation. And if you start tr- treating certain foods as treats, which we probably should, like we probably shouldn't be having steaks like three times a day or well, something that's, like that. I, I, I had this conversation with my, with my parents uh, a couple of days ago and, you know, I've contemplated veganism before. And I remember thinking, you know, there's a common argument that you know, humans are, are meat eaters. We're meant to eat meat. And right. while that is partially true, I, I, we're not meant to eat meat the way that we eat meat now. Right. I mean, humans back in cavemen times, et cetera, um, if, you know, yes, they ate meat and that's what allowed them to grow and everything else. Not allowed them to grow, but that was, you know, part of part of their diet and everything else. But they didn't eat meat every day. They only, yeah. ate, they only ate meat when they, you know, killed something. Which right. might have been once a week. It might have been once a month. Who knows? Other than that, they ate berries and fruits. Um, so, yeah, humans are meant to eat meat, but not like the way, not like, not like we eat it now. I mean, we eat meat. Most, I would say, probably, what, 75 to 80% of humans probably have meat at least twice a day. Yeah. So, and it's processed, uh, too. Yeah. Avi, did you ever listen to the podcast or watch it from Joe Rogan where he got the uh, actual host or narrator of that documentary on there with the guy who is debunking the whole movie at different like parts. Did you ever hear that one or watch that one? No, but I'll check it out. I'll definitely yeah, check it out. Yeah, it got recommended to me, so I listened to it right away. And it, it's actually hilarious because <laughs> they're, they're just arguing the whole time. And that, that bald guy, he's like MMA background and all that, right? He was in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. So like he has, he feels like he has a bias towards Joe Rogan. So he's like, he's arguing and Joe Rogan's in the middle, right? Sort of like the uh, judger of the whole uh, debate or whatever. And uh, he's like, Joe, Joe, this guy, he keeps up interrupting Joe, Joe. Anyway, so like they, they, they were debunking points about it. And uh, I mean, long story short, like some parts are on, some parts are off the movie, I believe. And then Joe Rogan in his podcast too, he actually does the uh, carnivore diet. If you ever heard about that one or seen it, and, like he Joe, documents dude, when he starts yeah. it. Joe Rogan's and dude, the guy eats like straight up elk meat, man. The guy yeah, is exactly. hardcore. <laughs> like, um, but like you see him, right? And do you think he gets negatively impacted at all by doing that all meat diet? Yeah. So I think. I think one of the things that comes out of it is it's not meant to say, I mean, the the science behind it is wonky. Like there's no hard fact to say that veganism is better than anything else. But I think what it does prove though, is that um, the way that meat is sort of marketed to the people is just that it's, it's marketing. Right. I think it has a huge lobbyist backing. I think there's a lot of like even the way that you think about what you're going to do in a summertime barbecue um, or, or, what is what are considered manly foods right that is it's kind of crazy because those ideas are aren't actually they were they're created in a boardroom it seems yeah they're they're fed to us almost they're 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 pushed to us that this is what that's it if you're a guy and you're grilling you got to have a steak and some burgers out there like it's pushed on you that's it that's the image that you think of when you think of backyard barbecue that's the image that we have and that's not based on anything other than what we see on tv and in, and in magazines okay exactly but- I gotta say, what what about the simple fact that uh, people back in, as you said, uh, the Neanderthal and uh, you know Denisonian days were running for their lives, 
from predators and whatnot. So if they ate meat, they ate meat because they needed something to give them all these nutrients. And they were running for their lives, constantly exercising, hunting for food, as opposed to the dude who goes and gets a Big Mac in the morning, sits all day, gets a Big Mac in the afternoon, sits a little bit more, gets a Big Mac for dinner. Of course, that shit's yeah. not going to work out for you. There's no way it's going to work out. You just ate three times what the guy who was running around killing mammoths ate in one day. It's not going to work out. You know, so I, I get it. People saying, oh, no, you can't eat meat. It's... But me, personally, when I started eating meat, I was young, running around the Sahel, running around northern Nigeria, grabbing chickens by the neck, killing them and eating them. You were, but you were, you were catching your own meat. See, that I bet you can eat as much meat as you want if you're out there catching it. Go for it. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? So, like, so, so that, okay, I, have, I, I Don't get yeah. me wrong. I fall, I'm, I am one of these people, but like, you know, just going to a supermarket and having a million meats just staring at you and be like, oh, I'm going to have that today. Or, oh, I'm going to have that today. That's not, that's not hunting for your meat. That's just going to the supermarket where somebody else has raised a million cows right. on land. They cut trees down to raise cows on and they've slaughtered these poor cows without any, and, you know, that's, and I feed into that because I eat a lot of meat. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm holier than anybody else because I, I am part of that. But that's not the way that humans are meant to eat. Like, that's not how we're meant to eat. I just happen to enjoy steak. I'm not, like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not, again, this whole movement. I mean, you're going to, vegans are stereotyped. And for good reason, I guess, as being these, like, finger wagging, like, hippie, like, super super aggressive <laughs> like people um to push veganism and i think that also needs to change like again as somebody who's taken on this this sort of lifestyle i don't really care if my friends eat meat um again it's just it's kind of like i don't everyone has their vice mine's drinking right everyone has their thing and I'm vegan. I'm vegan. So I can drink alcohol. <laughs> wow. So I can drink more alcohol. The um, truth. I mean, beer is vegan. Most of it. Actually, some beer isn't. Did you know that Guinness isn't vegan? They have some sort of like it's fish products in it. Dude, they could do some crazy <laughs> to their beers. Anyways, moral of the story is Tom Brady's a damn vampire. I don't think it's a veganism. I think there's something else, man. There's some cocaine or drug that he's doing. He's snorting and he is. I heard somebody somebody described him the other day. They said he's the he's the Gwyneth Paltrow of sports. Because <laughs> like Gwyneth Paltrow has her goop brand, where she's just the most ridiculous solutions to the most ridiculous problems. And and Tom Brady's basically that. Like he has the he has these weird like he has his method, the TB12 method. Yeah, yeah. Well, well like okay. The other, which is like he, this whole like holistic sort of weird. I mean, it's yeah. When he got injured that year, was it like in the beginning of the season when he was out for the whole year? Yeah, know. it was like second or third. Yeah, his right? knee injury. Yeah, he had that knee injury. So then they say sometimes when you have those injuries and they're done well, like your surgery and everything else, your physio, you come back even stronger, right, than you originally were. For certain body parts. Man, I heard that he was eating fermented cabbage out of his uh, bunch of pudding. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's how that's how he got back. That's what I heard. We need to uh we need to get on whatever news fact check. Is that vegan? Well, whatever that's... whatever Tom Brady did, Ola did not do. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know I if that's still vegan, guys. That's, that's, that's the problem that we all have. We don't have to Giselle. That's yeah, yeah. We, that's, yeah. we could oh all do everything God, Tom Brady's that's doing. So funny. Giselle, so. Yeah. No. Not that he has Giselle. Let's just throw We don't believe yeah. that we're only women. It's not, it's not, not, not a sponsor. sponsor. Not yeah. a sponsor. Well, she, she <laughs> has him. No, no, no. That's what you were saying. They both have Giselle. Just as much as they have Okay, okay. Fair enough. Well, we'll do the context. They have each other's love. <laughs> I, I had an interesting thought. We were talking about Gwyneth Paltrow, and this is somebody that I've thought about just in passing. But one th- idea that goes across in my mind is if she wasn't white and she wasn't like blonde-haired even, and just attract, like, would mainstream media be as okay with her goop as they are now? Like, like what is allowing this 
it's it's insane okay. man. Like, like okay well this topic i'm sorry it br- brings up britney spears in this damn documentary that just came out framing britney spears or something all right go for it i haven't seen this well it just came out like a day or two ago and of course i'm figuring out through my girlfriend another podcast i was listening to that's oh, you watched pretty it popular now <laughs> you well, watched really it. it's not you even in canada because my girlfriend tried to make you me download it you <laughs> I'll test you guys. You had your Chad or Ola, give me a source to try and get it in Canada because <laughs> it's 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 not here. It's on Hulu, and apparently you don't have that in Canada. So I can't. Yeah, I can't get it at all. But apparently, it's really you good. Tried. You've tried. I did try. <laughs> what, what are you in a hole? Do you know what a VPN is? Yeah, dude. Mm. Well. I think no, it's off YouTube. So, <laughs> oh, you want? Well, I have to still sign up for Hulu. I'd rather down get it or you know. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You rather what? Uh, you, you, what, what? What's that you want to do? The I NSA mean, just listens to all these people. We don't. We don't advocate. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yeah, illegal streams. We are not advocating. Not a sponsor. Because it's all second. But Foster Schmidt says he knows some people get it a different way, but he's getting it the proper way. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. That's why I'm asking, how can you do it in Canada? But apparently it's really good, and it was showing how uh, everyone made her crazy, and the fame made her crazy, and apparently her dad took over her rights to her wealth. Yeah, I've heard all that. Because heard that, that judge, yeah, they well, they tried to revisit the case, and then the judge still ruled in the father's favor of taking all her wealth. So then, like, he booked all these shows, like, 11 in Las Vegas, and then she just said no, and she started coming at her. It's a lot of stuff, but you guys will find it interesting, I think. Maybe you'll get that for life. I mean, going back to the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, I don't, I don't know, Abby. That's a good question. I, I think that white celebrities do get a certain level of leeway that minority celebrities maybe don't. Um, yeah. But the whole Goop brand thing, I feel like the, any, I feel like, I feel like that could have been any celebrity, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know. If that's what, what, is one of those things. what is Goop? What is Goop? It's, 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 this, it's this lifestyle brand that Gwyneth Paltrow created that like creates, like she created, what was the latest one was like a candle. Well, that, how do you guys like, know about this? There was like a candle Very that smells like her vagina or something like that. Yeah. Okay, I, I heard about this actually yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like, heard about that one. It's, it's, yeah. And she, so she's like, she's, she's right. started, she's created this brand that does all this research into, I mean, the most alternative forms of medicine, healing, well-being that you can imagine. I mean, and it's crazy. Some of the stuff, like, like, like a candle that smells like your vagina. What, what? what like seriously what <laughs> wait and is that healing i don't wait, know like, <laughs> that's the point that's what i mean no, who for giselle bunch what the point well, is. Well, is ordering a bunch right now <laughs> hey she needs to do the collab with giselle <laughs> do you know but so, the show about it too i think i can't remember what it was called but yeah the, the reason i asked that question is because we were just talking well before the po- podcast started we were talking about the washington football team and that formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Yeah. And I was just sitting here thinking like if, if an Iranian soccer team had some crazy name, dude, it would be all over the news in some like negative format, right? Like look at these barbaric people um, with their names and stuff. But dude, once you have like Washington doing it owned by like some, some pretty Caucasian owners, it's, it's like, it's, it's almost accepted in a way and so I, I just started thinking like if the if the roles had been switched if if even just a few personnel were different in that organization would it have i don't know picked up steam in the media a bit more so interesting to think about but i was interested to get your thoughts it's not, on it. it's not a it's not a bad question I, I don't i think this probably is a it probably plays a role um i do i think that there's other things that are definitely more prominent in terms of some uh, you know celebrities color of their skin being more advantageous than mm-hmm. others. I don't I don't know if Goop's one of those things, but <laughs> uh, there are definitely other things. Like like the Washington football team. That owner, as I said before pre show, I said that owner was I mean, to have that level of confidence that I'm never gonna have to change this name. He never thought that he would have to change that name. For twenty <laughs> years people probably since this name was announced in whatever, nineteen sixty or where hour long the Washington 
you know, their previous name had been around. People have been calling for him to change that name. He didn't. He was just like, I'm not not even going to come up with a backup. It's just like, I'm not even yeah. going to contemplate a backup. When it comes to the time they have to change it, I'll have to make it up and I'll go with Washington football team because I didn't <laughs> spend two seconds to think of a better name. He was that confident. And that to me is, that is some white person. Yeah. That is, he, he never thought that it would come to the point where minority groups would gather, would gain enough momentum and, and power and their voices would be loud enough that he was going to have to change that name. He never thought that was going to be a thing. Um, Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. Well, that's the world we're in right now. Um, but we, I don't know. What, what are you guys been minority up to? Minority groups past, gaining power? Not gaining power. Like, trying like to. I said, their voices, their voices being loud enough. Their voices actually being listened to. He never thought that their voices would be loud enough that people would listen to them. He thought that mm-hmm. he could just continue with that name and all the all the naysayers would just be drowned out by the people that would in, were in favor of the name, which was bizarre. So, so here's one thing that I did want to talk about, sort of going on to this this train train of thought is I don't really know much about Edison Cavani, um, and I was hoping some I just read about this just really quickly. Swan, I think this is something that you brought up before. Yeah, so Edison Cavani is a professional football player for those who, football being soccer, not the real type of football. Oh, wait, which one is the real type in your mind? Soccer, but it's called football. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's a, he's a professional football player. He, he now plays for Manchester United, which full disclosure, in case, you know, in case people say I'm being biased, maybe I am, but he plays for my team, Manchester United. Um, anyways, yeah, he's from Uruguay. He's, English is not a language. He speaks, he speaks about four or five other languages, but English is not one of those. He's fluent in about four or five languages, just English isn't one. And he only recently moved to England, obviously, to play for Manchester United. Um, and about two or three weeks after he started playing, um, he scored the, he scored a game winner. And on Instagram, one of his friends back in Uruguay congratulated him on the game winner. And Cavani responded um, on, on, his, on his Instagram story, I think it was. And he called his friend Negrito, which... And apparently in, in Uruguay is a, is a friendly greeting for a friend, but in English, it translates literally to little black person. The friend isn't black. The friend isn't black. Um, and many, many, many Uruguayans, uh, South Americans have come out and said, look, Negrito is not what is, you know, you can't translate something literally to English and then say, okay, that thing's racist when, you know, in the country that it's being said is not a racist term. Um, that's been the argument. Um, anyways, the Football Association of England, they suspended Cavani for three games, saying that they understand that he did not use it in any sort of racial way, that he meant it as a friendly greeting to a friend, but they're still going to suspend him for three games. And uh, in some way, shape or form, to me, that in and of itself is kind of racist. They are willfully ignoring a different culture because the word that's used in that culture kind of sounds like a, a bad word in English. Which is- <laughs> this is the first time I've heard somebody, you know, other than black people be like, oh, yeah, we call that dude Negrito. That's a nice thing. <laughs> this, this is the first time, you know, somebody other than black people be like, hey, that's a nice thing. That's our thing. We, we use that. That's, that's nice. It's not bad. We're not saying bad with it. It means good. <laughs> and people are like, mm, you're being racist. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. This is good. Yeah. Like, it, I, to me, it's just weird that because the word translates to English awkwardly, that's not how it's being said in that country. So to punish somebody for speaking in their own language to their friend for a word that, okay, if you translate it to English, sounds kind of bad, but that's not, he wasn't meaning for it to be tra- Like, you know what I mean? Like, that in and of itself is racist. You're punishing him for his own culture. Yeah. Like that's bizarre to me. Um, and then to even openly come out and say, as the FA, they came out and said, look, we know that's not how it was meant. We know that, 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 that he didn't use it in a racial way. We know that, but we're still going to suspend him for three games. That to me is the wrong message because mm-hmm. now you're, you're shutting down that conversation, right? That, that conversation that we should be having about race and, and the way words are used you're shutting that down because immediately now you've made people take a side. You've made people think, yeah. okay, you've made, you've made Manchester United fans say, well, it's not racist. He shouldn't be suspended. And everyone else who's not a Manchester United fan saying, no, he should be suspended. That guy. 
you've made people take yeah. the side instead of having an open and honest conversation. You could have used that as an opportunity to have Cavani, and by all accounts, Cavani is a very intelligent. Like I say, he speaks four or five languages. He's a very intelligent human being, um, and he was he he took the post down as soon as somebody had told him, "Look, in English, this is not going to go over well." He took the post down immediately and apologized, even though that's not how he meant it. Um, I think that was the perfect opportunity to use somebody like Cavani to maybe you know do an interview and, and talk about this with people and say, "Look, this is how we use in Uruguay." Maybe we need to learn that that's not a, that's not appropriate in other cultures, and maybe other cultures can also learn that that's used differently in different cultures from theirs. And it was a chance to have a conversation. And the FA, by punishing him, just immediately said the conversation. It kind of sounds racist in English, so that you can't say that. Yeah, it really does seem like with these sorts of scenarios, I always almost shake my head because it's like there's no consult. I. I'd be really surprised if there's any consultation with members of the black community about this, right? If you went to them and were like, Hey, or somebody, a representative of it and said, does this, does this enrage you? I highly doubt you'd have someone from maybe I'm not part of that community. Myself, so I will maybe just they'd... quickly before, cause yeah. I, I know I see what route you're going down just quickly before you say that most of the people who came out in support of Cavani saying, look, this isn't a racial thing whether that be Uruguayans, there was some scholar in Denmark who said it. There was, there was tons of people that wrote to the FA and said, look, you, you've got this all wrong. Um, yeah. Most of them were white. Even the Uruguayans, most of them were white Uruguayans. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I still have yet to see a black Uruguayan weigh in because maybe to black Uruguayans, maybe they don't <laughs> appreciate that. You know what I mean? Maybe Negrito right. to them isn't a friendly term. Um, yeah. So I, I, I have yet to hear from a black Uruguayan. So I, I that's yeah. interesting. Continue, yeah. Abby. I just no, want, but, want to. No, but that's 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 actually really important to, to point out. And and just as it's sort of the flip side of the coin where we don't really know the context of it, right? There, there's, pro- there's probably a historical context. There's probably a cultural context. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. It sounds like this player didn't mean to say it in a totally blatantly racist way. But what what speaks to me of this situation is there needs to be more representation from the black community and and i it's not i don't think the black community is just trying not to be represented i think really there's it seems like there was a bit of a an organizational method where like they didn't even go i haven't seen anything on any social media instagram the news even like black co-anchors i haven't seen anybody really bring this up and say this is how it makes me feel this is right and that's like you said it's part of starting the conversation and that conversation has it seems like it was had in a boardroom with a bunch of people who are afraid of maybe you know business backlash it sort of seems like that's what motivated this when really that shouldn't be the motivating factor for this type of reprimand right so totally totally get what you're saying man It'll be interesting to see what happens. Where where is this now? Like, what's Edison? Is is a he, he served his he served his three game suspension. He's back playing. He's nothing and nothing more said about it. And to me, that's the problem. Is yeah. that now there is nothing more said about it. And you know, the next time a Uruguayan comes out and says Negrito, we'll go down this whole road again. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, you know, you had an opportunity to maybe learn from this, and the FA didn't take it. Well, Washington might have their new new name. Where you play Uruguay? They're gonna they're gonna hire a Uruguayan QB and just be like, no, but our QB is Uruguayan, so it's cool. Kicker, he's gonna be a kicker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's fine. He says it's cool. It's cool. (laughs) Oh boy, oh boy. Not a sponsor. I I am seeing Justin's link here that he sent out about the goop stuff. Yeah, man, I was I was doing some fact checking and I looked at the goop store and I was like, dude, it's just like a store, a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, maybe we're throwing this over to Chan to do our check. Yeah, Chan, segment. Give us, give us, is give us. any of it candle? <laughs> there, there is that. There is the candle that smells like a vagina. There's like sex toys. There's women wear. There's household items. It's just, it's just like there, a bunch of one, random stuff. Like there's no there's sense to I it at all. There's one mind? that I saw. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man, Chan, you, need, you need to buy something and test it for us. <laughs> There is one that I saw on Colbert because Colbert makes fun of this every night. And uh, there's one where it's like a little egg shaped stone that you literally just insert up the vagina. And apparently it's supposed to give you as a woman, like 
healing energies and you just walk around with this inside i'm sorry you're you supposed to put a stone egg yeah man look up, it up and Hold it on. radiates healing throughout your body oh, like kegels are yeah. supposed to make their thing tighter or something else like that make yeah. their thing it's called a vagina scientific term i'm sure there is allegedly allegedly that's what they're oh. called <laughs> it's, it's called a wellness jade egg yeah yo, here, there you go. egg yeah here, i've actually it. heard about this one what is what? Uh, <laughs> while we're uh you and sheena fucking with wellness eggs while we're perusing oh, the internet, which doesn't make for great podcasting, <laughs> and um, living together now. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's um? What is the weirdest purchase you guys might have made? Mm. It, weirdest uh, purchase. Yeah, the weirdest purchase that you might have made, whether terms... jokingly or on purpose, like you thought that this would actually be something that you use. I mean, probably the weirdest thing that I've ever picked up it was probably one of my this isn't going to sound good as I just admitted that I like love alcohol, but I don't know my drunken escapades in my younger days. Um, I picked up a stop sign and I brought oh. it home and that was, I, I don't know where it came from. I just woke I've up done the next that day. Too. I've done that too. That's fun. I did give it back or, or rather left it out on the street for someone else to deal with. But <laughs> it was probably one of the weirdest things that, that had happened. Um, and it was one of those construction ones. It was. It wasn't like a real stop sign. It was one of those wooden ones with like the red thing. So, so you but, took a stop yeah. sign, which means somebody had an accident the next day. I hope you not. killed somebody. You <laughs> killed somebody. You, you know, I still yes, and I am. Ashamed you just confessed to a murder. On no, no, podcast. no. I, 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 I may have allowed somebody to now legally go through an intersection where they weren't allowed to before, but. At least I didn't pay 66 US dollars for a jade egg, which I'm looking at the price now, and that's enraging to me. $66? 66 dollars? You know, US dollars. It's non-refundable. <laughs> yeah. I would I would I mean, think so. I, I mean, once it goes so. up, you know, it gets you know slip. The energy, the energies are gone, yeah. The energies? <laughs> the energies are gone. This is used up, used up energies. Nah, oh, I think stuff. it it, it it links to the specific energy so you can't use it again because once it goes in it's you know it links to that frequency that's radiating i'm guessing they must be banking on the you know the properties of these stones of these rocks being good for human well-being you know there's nothing nothing magical about the eggs but like jade is, is a stone that has you know history behind it and everything else and so maybe they're they must be banking on a jade ball essentially being good for human human spiritual well-being yeah, i don't know like it's, it yeah. says in the description it's energy work and crystal healing i mean that's yeah. what it's for well that's the, the oh deal. i here's one that here's one pro- thing that i that i did get that i thought would have been weird about a week ago but actually has transformed my life now i oh. think swan knows what i'm talking about oh yes again not need, a sponsor we needed but, to have a uh a, a product review actually. So for those of you who don't know, I recently went out and got uh, a bidet and I just, you know, was getting tired sitting in quarantine and just there had to be something more to life than just using paper uh, to wipe up after yourself. So I went out and got a bidet. I was very, very skeptical of it at first. I got it uh, from Costco, um, which... (laughs) Oddly enough, lets you return bidets, which is insane to me. They let you return anything. <laughs> but I installed it, I used it, and I'm happy to report it is actually what, as they say, it, it is life transforming. It is, you just feel so much more confident when you when you get out of the bathroom that like there's nothing back there, everything's good. Um, it it fe- like you got to be careful with the pressure. If the pressure's too high, then y- yeah, there there can be some trouble. But <laughs> it, it's good. It's good stuff. I am a firm advocate of the days now. I wasn't one even ten days ago. I was always a skeptic. But if you guys have ever used one, let me know and let me know your thoughts. But oh my god, it is a game changer. 100%. I've only I've only ever heard good things. I've never. Mm-hmm. 
I've never heard of somebody who used a bidet and then was just like, ah, not for me. Like everyone I've heard who is like, wow, what happened? Is like that. That's what you need to be doing. Like that is it. It just makes sense. Like uh, you come out of it, and you're like the the first time you go, it's it's very intimidating, right? Because you're just like, how is this gonna like? Did I even set this up right? What's gonna happen? And there aren't any reviews out there that sort of show what's going to happen. They just sort of talk you through it. So it even creates a, a sense of anticipation. It's going to anxiety, right? You're like, Oh my God, what am I, what am I doing? Right. Um, but yeah, dude, when you, when you first turn it on, it's just like, Oh, th- this is going to suck. Doesn't suck at all. It's, it's just like cleaning. You just you wait, feel, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> why would it yeah. suck? Well, I mean, you're shooting water into a spot that generally doesn't get water shot into. Whoa, Not, I shouldn't say shower. <laughs> how do you shower? That's true. That's true. What kind of nasty ass showers do you have? No, 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 that's true. But a shower, you hey, got like- nah, you got man, you don't clean your ass? No, no, I do. But I'm saying you can nah, get soap. Nah, you got, nah, you got nah, body nah, soap. Nah, you don't clean your ass. Well, I do, but it's, you got soap. You got this all that. This is for the record, that, right? He does. <laughs> Anyways. Go out and get a bidet. Your life will be transformed. I, I'm a huge advocate for it. Um, and if if you really are uh, worried about it, get one from Costco. You can always return it there. Right? <laughs> not a sponsor. What about anybody else? Any any strange purchases? Anything you thought might be useful? Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. So hold on. I want to go back. So Avi considered his stop sign a purchase or was that just him coming home? He, he thought he bought it or did he buy it from somebody on no, the way home? No, I didn't buy it. I, I think my friend it, it, I first said just get was something. That okay. You All right. I think that's more like a felony. <laughs> I, and he I, stole I, the stop sign. I gave it back. <laughs> I put it back. Where it <laughs> yeah. The next day after he heard about the accident there, he went and put the stop sign back. There was no okay. accident. I just put that <laughs> Moving, moving on from that, there I guess purchase or whatever. So on a weird but not weird one is I recently got the last pink vacuum in the store because Sheena wanted it, and we're using that in there now. So I have to use that pink vacuum sometimes, and it feels like you're a little bit lesser. But I mean that's okay. So that's a weird but not weird purchase. No real, real man. Oh, sorry, use a, a pink, pink vacuum, vacuum is what <laughs> is questioning. Pink. Your manhood? Damn, man. That's just <laughs> fragile as fuck. And no one's even here. Wait, what kind of vacuum is it? Give us some more details on this. I want to I wanna know more about this pink vacuum. Give me a brand. What's what's the brand? Uh, can we tell you? Because I want to just buy it and get out. And I was like, yep, <laughs> let's, let's get it. Let's go. So is it a big vacuum? Is it, it cordless? Is it's, it cordless? It's a two-in-one vacuum, not cordless which kind of sucks, but it's okay. I mean, it, it's good, though, because it, it gets dog hairs. Which you need a, a I think it's because of people like you that Dyson just straight up makes their <laughs> purple. They just ain't <laughs> around with anybody. It's like, you better take that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so where did the conversation head for you that you were just like, yep, we have to get a pink vacuum cleaner. You're absolutely right. We're doing it. We're, like, like, we're okay, yeah, there, was, there was one of them and there was like 50 of the other color. Mm-hmm. And that was the last one there. And she's like, yeah, we're getting that one. I was like, why? We're so all, like, pink is the all last other one. things equal? Like, or the, it was the same exact vacuum, just in a different Yeah, way. yeah. But the, it, it happened to be the last mm-hmm. one there. And I'm like, really? Okay. Okay. Right. It's unique. I'll I can see this. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Talking point. Really? You can bring it out at parties when you have people over. You can be like, here's my vacuum. You really, really <laughs> nailed the acceptance part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone, someone else's turn now. <laughs> Ola, Mikey, Mikey's been quiet tonight. Yeah, it's been. He's thinking, M- Mikey. Wait, you had... lip. Mikey, you were you were growing mushrooms, man. That that you just showed me. Would... Oh, what kind of mushrooms? I would oh, regular mushrooms. Not that uh, type well, of not show. Regular. It's not that type of show. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, that's an odd purchase, but it wasn't like, I mean, it's food. I was still thinking about like the, what we were talking about earlier. This is one mushroom. Oh. So you, you can grow oh. mushrooms out of these like little production bags. 
So that's one that's called Lion's Mane, and then I'll show you the other one that's a bit bigger. So, so it's it's just it's the bag so, is what's in the bag? Like so that's man. blue oyster mushroom. So yeah, I bought these about a week ago. Um, so I've wanted to experiment. Room, eh? Well, it needs some sunlight, so I just put it on the top of the bookshelf by the window, kind of thing. Yeah. Really, anyway, mushrooms need sunlight, huh? I wouldn't think that. Well, yeah, I mean, not the mushrooms. Next... The mushrooms creep me out, man. Like, I just feel like one day you're gonna wake up and those things are gonna start eating you. You're gonna it's be gonna start off growing your body on you. Yeah. <laughs> so How it's basically, basically you got bedroom mushrooms to go with all this Group one day. That shit is an omnivore. It will <laughs> eat any and everything. That's those that's are different. Like, yeah, there's a whole room. bunch of different mushrooms. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I was asking what Have you tasted them yet, Mikey? Have you tasted them yet? Apparently, I mean, no, I haven't tasted them. I was going to cook some tomorrow night. Um, just I was going to give them one more day to get a bit bigger and see. They do. They so, double in size like every day. It's not so when did How long did you get them? I've had them for a week. A week. One so week. They, they double in size a lot. Pretty much. It. Well, it took a couple of days for like the first pins to start poking through the plastic. And then after that, every day, it's like, it's doubling in size. Really cool. <laughs> I don't know. Ola looks Ola's like he's puking to in his mouth. Yeah, he swallowed the pins. Oh, he's gagging. Oh. I mean, if every day it doubles in size, <laughs> eventually Ola's right. It's just going to engulf you. <laughs> I, I, think I, like, I literally looks like a volcano experiment. One of them. I just don't know. Like, just, I don't know. Mushrooms, just, I don't know. It, What's the wrong fact with that mushrooms, it, man? It's an omnivore, man. This shit doesn't give a f- if you are this or that. It's just going to consume you. No, that's, there's more than one type of mushroom, man. They're mm, not omnivores. Mm, they all bad, man. They're all part of the bad. So uh, what's a special around. mushroom you got? Decompose and everything. So, Mikey, tell us about what's in the bag. What is it eating? What, what is it feeding on? Yeah. It's, it's, it's sawdust. No, it's Saw- sawdust. It's just sawdust. It's hardwood hardwood sawdust with like uh, some kind of supplement usually in like some barley like spent barley or something like that so mm. i mean it's good for the environment in a way that the guys who make them try to get like <laughs> off cuts from furniture stores or something like that right or the lumber trade or whatever where it's all they're trying to use more of the off cuts or stuff that would be thrown in the compost anyway or mm. thrown in the garbage so the only really non-renewable thing is the plastic bag um yeah other than that so there are ways to do it you can like reuse plastic buckets and that but it's uh yeah it's not all his forte look at his face he's not happy i mean it's up there with porch chickens i was was just about to say i was like it is so weird to me that the man who eats porch chicken is is always so you know grossed out by mushrooms well aren't you worried about mushrooms on your porch chicken man this is fresh homegrown that's that's why mm-hmm. i keep it on the porch where it's being attacked by all kinds of weathers and shit like that look mushrooms you can't convince me that these things will not one day eat us all okay they will i think they'll straight up eat us all i mean mushrooms are the decomposers of the world for sure 100 exactly man you don't want to this in your room you're gonna wake up one day open your mouth <sighs> mushrooms will come out <laughs> What if it starts growing inside you, man? You thought you cooked it right? Mm-mm. They don't last forever. I mean, oh, uh, I don't want to get into the biology of it, but I mean, I feel it's safer than pork chicken, if you ask me. Wow. Wow. I think it's like, it's just growing vegetables in your garden outside or whatever, right? <laughs> just think of it that way. Nobody has ever found a corpse covered in pork chicken. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So, <laughs> I love that you're not even like you're not even trying to defend the fact that you kept pork, kept chicken on a porch anymore. You've just accepted that, and now you're just pitting that against mushrooms eating people as though, as though those are comparable things okay. in the world. So apparently, like Chinese people who have like um, a chicken that's raised uh, all natural, you know, everything from from its birth all the way to be eaten and they can be eaten raw almost basically raw and that's what, what's that called sakatori or some cacciatore or some kind of specific meat but they eat that 
I think cacciatore is just a type of Italian. I don't know what it is. It's just something, <laughs> but like, it's one of those names I, I heard on podcast from a Korean guy, but they eat that. And I don't know if I would ever try that. Like, but it's, it has to be all natural, healthy, like, and all that stuff from birth to when you're about to eat it. Like chicken tartare almost? Basically, but they have some Asian name for it. But yeah. So would you try no, that know. is the question because Ola has his porch chicken and there's another, but that's would you try that's it? Different. Yeah. I think it's sushi, right? Like, well, sushi exactly. is just raw. Right. Like if, if you tried to explain the concept of sushi to someone who's never had it before, it would sound like the worst thing ever, right? You take fish and you just you clean like it. Smeagle from Lord of the Rings. Or yeah, but it's actually it's actually good, right? I'm I'm a vegan and I'm saying it's good. So um, I was gonna ask, have you had sushi? Yeah, dude. I've, I've I used to eat meat quite a bit, actually. These guys know. Um, back in high school, can't be too picky. All right, Ola, you're you're up next, man. What's what what did you get? What did you get that's that you consider odd or different, or that was difficult to purchase at the time? Like you mm. were ashamed as you did it. I don't know if I'm ever ashamed of anything, but that's true. Oh, here we go. Calculus. I don't, I honestly, I don't remember something that I thought was odd when I was getting it. I mean, uh, let me see. Anyone has those inception bombs? Those inception bombs you did a doctor. I'd consider those pretty questionable. Uh, (laughs) You did, you did two of them. Right? Yeah, but I didn't think it was questionable again. <laughs> you know, so goodness. I don't, I, I honestly don't know if I uh, purchased anything that I thought was questionable. Um, but what was like a spur of the moment purchase for you? Mm. Mm. God, what's that called? I can't even think right now. Spontaneous? Impulse? Or... Impulse buy? Impulse buy. Impulse buy. Oof, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm like looking around the room here. <laughs> what did I buy? Yeah, what's, <laughs> what's near me that I bought recently? Exactly. Uh, definitely like all the things. I'll I'll say that one of the one of the most interesting purchases I've made um, was for our our good buddy's bachelor party. I, I had to go purchase a wedding dress uh, for twenty twenty five bucks. <laughs> And that was that was that was interesting. They make wedding dresses for twenty five bucks. Well, it was it was a thrift it was a thrift store. It was at like a, oh, like oh. a used store, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that I don't know. God knows who wore that before. The fact that there's wedding dresses, and there were two uh, identical ones at this used store. So I don't know who's t- buying these wedding dresses and then sending them to a secondhand <laughs> shop. I don't. Uh, yeah, but that was that was interesting. Just going in and like perusing through the dresses and finding two wedding dresses and being like, oh, which one? do I think will fit my buddy? And then, you know, picking it out and holding it up. And I was looking around the store for people that were sort of like tried a similar shape to him. And I was just like, oh, I wonder. <laughs> and I was like holding it up in the air to like, to like just try and eye it and be like, oh yeah, that might fit him. And then, then going up and purchasing it for 25 bucks. And the lady at the counter, because this store is typically very cheap for things, the wedding dress is like one of their most expensive items. And when I went up with the wedding dress, she, uh, she, um, she said to me in almost like a hushed tone, She's like, you know, this is twenty five dollars, right? As <laughs> as though she was expecting me to be like, whoa, that's too much. <laughs> she was expecting me to be like, oh, I can't afford that. Let me put it back. I was like, yeah, no, twenty five bucks. That's that's cool. <laughs> no, she wanted to ask you who it was for, but she didn't. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, yeah, she, she did. She must have. She must have wanted to ask me who it was for. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was that was an interesting purchase buying that, and that was like a day of thing. We were just like, oh, what are we gonna get him dressing in? It was like a wedding dress, and we're like, where can we get a wedding dress? And so I don't think they had one. <laughs> nice, nice. But I've definitely bought some plane tickets like on an impulse, or like travel tickets on an impulse where I was going out of the country within 24 hours, kind of thing. Oh, I know what the most stupidest thing I bought it was a f-ing chainsaw. So, so there was one time, <laughs> it wasn't stupid. You bought a chainsaw? Wow, that just yeah, came yeah, out of nowhere. A chainsaw, hey, I'm sorry. You couldn't remember cha- this the whole time. 
a chainsaw. I just remember this. Pulse by means that you killed somebody. Yeah, no, that, no, that no, is no. You are like definitely outing that's yourself worse than right a stop now. Sound. Yeah, this is gonna be on a documentary. Yeah. Like, just tread lightly himself. here. Tread lightly. <laughs> so it was her. It was for a hurricane. So I was here. I was in Canada. I was in the Bahamas, like honestly, the week before or something like that. And there was a hurricane going for the Bahamas. And my dad said, if I can take some more vacation time to come down and help him get the house ready and stuff like that. Right. And I was like, okay. Well, so I asked my boss, I was like, I'm going to buy a ticket to go back to Bahamas. Is that all right? I was just in Bahamas like four days before this. And so my dad said, if you can, can you go buy a chainsaw? And I was like, what do you mean? Buy a ch-? He's like, we're out. Like the island is completely out of chainsaws. And I was like, all right, I guess I got to stop at like Home Depot on the way. So I was in Kingston. I had to get back to Ottawa to catch the flight to go to Bahamas the next day. I was like on my phone. I only had my phone on me to buy the ticket, right? And uh, so I stopped at Home Depot and I still haven't even figured out, can I take this chainsaw on the plane with me? (laughs) I just bought this chainsaw for like $400 or something like that, right? Dad was like, don't cheap out. This be, it's like a category four hurricane or whatever, right? That's the projection. Just bring this chainsaw. So I bought the chainsaw and the whole ride back two hours from Kingston to Ottawa, I was on hold with Air Canada for them to figure out if I could take a chainsaw. A, I wanted to take on a carry-on. They wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> Why are you fucked? This guy. <laughs> Well, I wanted to take it out because I was like, I just bought this thing. I don't want it to go out of my sight. I know that the oh, plane course, is going to be. Yeah. I know that the plane is going to be empty because nobody's going to go to the Bahamas in the middle of a hurricane right now. So why can't I just put it in the overhead container, right? <laughs> they didn't like that. So then the girl on the phone had to call her supervisor, and the, he came on the phone as well to figure out if I could check it. And they said initially they said no, and I said, well. I just bought this thing. Like, what am I supposed to do with it now? <laughs> I was trying to convince them saying, like, I haven't opened it. It's I still have, like, the original receipt. I have everything, right? And they said, we. I think it's okay. Maybe try it in the airport when you get there in the morning. And I was like, no, you don't understand. This has to go with me. I don't have a choice. Anyway, so the night before, I found a big duffel bag. And I mean, the box is like huge, right? And the duffel bag just kind of forms around it. And I threw some clothes in there just to add some padding, but it doesn't make a difference anywhere. And yeah, sure enough, I got called over to the oversized baggage because I was trying to check a chainsaw. I went up to the desk and I was like, I'm, I need to check my bag. He said, okay. And I said, it's got a chainsaw in it. And she's like, you're going to have to go over there. I'd order a patrol. Did you, did, you get it? did you get it to the yeah, Bahamas? Answer. So I got it to the Bahamas and we never used it once. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Are you fucked? <laughs>